previously on Live at 605. Selena Quintanilla. Oh, Selena, come suck on my nut, girl. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, that one hurt so much. That one sounded oh, like your butt. John Mallon. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto for the last time in season five. This is the live. season finale. The season finale of Live at 605 is exactly what you guys are getting today mm-hmm. on this beautiful Tuesday, July early evening and uh, this is the end of the season and as stated by a season stated, finale just, yeah it's five seasons in close to 60 episodes and I still never know how to start these things <laughs> I find it's always like the first 40 seconds are the hardest and then we just get into things I feel like I should do it next season sure I'm, I'm open for you you always op- sound unsure of yourself me? coming to you live from 605 why am I going through puberty? <laughs> And should we just mention, I think season five's coming to an end. This week's, uh, previously on Live at 605, was you dick-flicking me last week and me in excruciating pain. Ooh, and now I recently saw the person who it all stemmed from, and I couldn't even mount the dick-flick. I was in shock. Well, you better not dick-flick me in in exchange for not being able to flick this one one dude. Yeah, but, oh, when I listened to the previously on... I forgot how much it hurt. You just connect. Repress pain? Sympathy pains? No, yeah, sympathy pains when you took your finger and you smacked my ball so hard. (laughs) My left ball shivers when you walk into a room now. No! (laughs) I don't know if I like it or dislike that shiver. But my dad loves it. (laughs) Yeah. No. Does that Uh, mean I would never end up pregnant? (laughs) I don't know if you want to get into all this. Uh-huh. You see, when a boy loves a girl... <laughs> I probably would need those lessons. <laughs> and to quote the little bastard kid from Kindergarten Cop, boys have penises and girls have vaginas. I've never seen that movie. you never seen Kindergarten Cop? No. It's not a tumor. Oh my god, next. Yeah, you always say these now to me. There's that one... Oh yeah, the best the best meme I I saw meme is that a gif whatever it yeah. was. A meme was, is different than a gif. I uh, to meme, <laughs> a meme of Arnold Schwarzenegger from Kindergarten Cop, and it said, <laughs> "You'd have to see the movie to get it." I'm sure if my sister Jen's listening, she gets this. It says, "Roses are red, violets are blue. Who is your daddy, and what does he do?" Because <laughs> the whole plot of Kindergarten Cop is he's an undercover undercover Kindergarten Cop, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to find, there's this really bad guy, and his kid's a kindergarten student. So he goes undercover. No, he, the, it, the chick's supposed to go undercover, but she gets really sick. And so it's like, oh, whoa, we're going to take this huge guy and make him a kindergarten cop. And so one of the things is to find out who the bad guy's dad is. He's like, who is your daddy and what does he do? And he goes around finding out. And everyone's just like, my daddy works at the dump. You know, my daddy's a lawyer. And then this one kid's just like, I don't know who my daddy is. He left me a long time ago. My mommy doesn't speak about him. And that's who the bad guy's guy is. And there's this whole fight scene. Why are we talking about this? It's such prophetic detail. Who cares? On this episode of Live at 605, 
We're just going to wrap this season up with all the shenanigans from the weekend, which there were plenty of. Probably tell you a bit more about our voyage in, what, four days to go to France? Yeah, I got a whole sheet of paper here. I got paragraphs. I got sponsorship. I got mm -hmm. Friday talk. I got talk about our trip. I got questions from mm -hmm. fans. We're also wrapping up the season a bit earlier based on the fact that we're booking it in four days. But not to worry because since we are leaving early and we're leaving, we usually do 12 episodes. We're only doing 10. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is I have my top five Live at 605 podcasts to listen to while we're gone. Hiatus. Hiatus. So... Mm -hmm. If for all you new fans, if you hadn't had a chance, I got some classic 605 episodes. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can tell me what your favorites or you, what you would recommend for mm -hmm. people. So don't fear if you've only started listening season three, four, or five on. We got close to 60 episodes, five seasons. And I think there's some really good episodes that a lot of people Amazing. maybe haven't gotten to yet. So, But before all that, you can get in contact with us many ways. And I'll let the co-host <laughs> to my left, possibly your right. Holy shit. Drop your pen. I, I'll do my own. I'm hoping this week I don't write on your You your better leg. not. I've, the last two weeks I've accidentally written all over your legs. And, and you scratched me. I yeah. didn't scratch you. Well, you caused severe trauma to my left testicle, so I got nothing. Before you said it was right. <laughs> I always claim left. Play the tape back. It was left. No tapes allowed. <laughs> uh, what the hell are we talking about? You're going to talk about how people can get oh, in contact with us. So people can get in contact with me if they want to go on Twitter, Vine, or Instagram and follow me at Val Gomez with a Z 23. Mm -hmm. um, posting some awesome pictures and pic collages from this weekend, some videos, some great stuff from concerts we went, and see, went to see. Um, and that's, yeah. How do you get in contact with me? You want to get in contact with John, you can follow him on Instagram and on Vine and Twitter at Malencamp. Or you can follow the podcast at Facebook slash Live at 605. Do a brother a solid and donate to the <laughs> PayPal account. But you don't have to because I don't condone that. <laughs> and where do people find the podcast? Go to Podomatic.com slash Live at 605 or search us on iTunes. Very good. Very, very close. Just two little uh, homework tips for you to study. Mm -hmm. uh, this one was technically right, but it's mm -hmm. facebook.com slash live at 605, not facebook slash live at 605. Are people fucking stupid? You're lucky I didn't say just search 605 <laughs> on fucking Facebook. Unless you're fucking new to Facebook, in which case you're not going to listen to this damn podcast. You know, Because might... you've just liked everything. Like my mom, who likes the most obscure pictures That's of us true. on Facebook. I might, we might be ending the season short just because of all the swearing that came out. I don't know how many fucks were just in that last time. <laughs> and it's live at 605.podomatic.com. Anyways, you know what? Maybe the bitch please sponsor of this podcast is John. <laughs> yeah, I don't really even have a bitch please. I do. Do you? Okay, why don't you give us Besides the bitch Besides the person who I ran into who deserves the Colossus dick flick in the world, my bitch please moment, sponsor of this podcast. Bitch please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said bitch please. Season 5 finale is, <laughs> what are you doing? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Season 5 finale is the woman who threw her cigarette in my mouth. Bitch, please. So basically, I was walking to work, and you know what? I'm not a smoker. Our neighbors are huge. You're smoking hot, but you're not smoking. <laughs> Our neighbors are 
uh, Rastafarians. Rastaman. So they smoke a lot of weed. Well, uh, a couple of those jazz cigarettes, you know. Yeah, some Mary Jane. Some bubonic chronic, the Kush. Yeah. Um, some uh, Jerry Eller. Yeah. Some I don't know what that. I don't was. know what Jerry Eller. <laughs> some right? the, some of that state golden pony boy. Yeah. So either way, I'm I've California become like Kush. I'm not a fan of the smoke smell. I've never actually dated a smoker either. So I'm not a fan of it. My dad used to smoke. He quit cold turkey. There you have it. Nobody in our department really smokes, so it's a smoke-free environment for the most part. Anyone who's anyone over the age of 22, or anyone under the age of 22, I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is if you smoke, if you were born in the 90s and you were smoke, you're an idiot for just knowing all the things that I it causes. Think so. I'm like, it's one thing for Don Draper. I almost was gonna, but right. I know on you. you are. I'll flip that over for like Don Draper in the mm-hmm. '60s when they didn't know any better, or people mm-hmm. smoking in the '40s. But when you grow up knowing that it causes cancer, you you know. Plus I'll, secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke. And it's just it's a gross habit. Like just, just chew some some bubble gum, you little bitch. So <laughs> either way, I'm walking to work, and I get it. It's a free world out there. This person, this woman, is smoking in front of me, and she is holding her cigarette pretty much level to, I guess, my mouth. Um, However, there's a little bit of a breeze, so I'm choosing, let's say if she's walking down the street, and I'm behind her, her cigarette is in her right hand, right? But the air by which the wind is blowing, the smoke is coming to the left side of her. So I'm now standing more on the right side of her as to not get the wind of the smoke in my face, yeah. right? Because the one thing I actually hate is when your like hair smells of smoke and stuff, and then you just it sits with you and it permeates all day. For sure. So either way, I'm walking behind this woman. Does she not flick her friggin' cigarette butts in my mouth? Like not even conscientious what? of like where she's doing it. Fully in the air, they land like on my lips. In the right? air. Right? And I was like, bitch, please, I'm not your fucking ashtray. Yeah, like, and, get off your holy horse, yeah. you fucking bitch. So, <laughs> Jesus. So, either, I don't know where that came from. A little angsty. A little bit. Sorry, keep going. So, so either way, so I was like, Gosh. so I was like, Gross. don't. <laughs> I was like, I started coughing. Gross. I started coughing. And then she kind of gave me a face. And then I kind of gave her Where's a face. Like, get off? why are you giving me a face, right? Like, I didn't sign up to be your fucking, like... Bumble clock. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> right? So, either way, that was my bitch please moment. Because then I wanted nothing more to go home and then, like, brush my teeth again. And then, like, nobody wants ashes on their face. No. Nobody wants to eat ashes. No, I guess I had one kind of one. Bitch, please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said, bitch, please. I was on the subway this week, and you all know how much I hate the subway and what a piece mm-hmm. of shit all those subways are and the mm-hmm. TTC and everything. And it was busy, but not that busy. I'm standing there, and there's this guy. I'm like, you're if you're a, a man over the age of 15, mm-hmm. don't hold, and you're on the subway, you don't need to hold anything. You're fine. <laughs> you're, you're not going to be moved over by the subway stopping. I mean, mm-hmm. I never hold shit when I'm on the subway, and I don't never teeter over. And I get this one guy next to me, lots of room, and he's got his arm up in the air holding a bar. Like he just don't care. care. Yeah, and he's got his arm up in the air, mm-hmm. as I just said. I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm repeating myself. Mm-hmm. And the fucking guy, when he leaves, 
takes his arm. And how hard is it to take your arm off of a bar and walk out and just like go bring <laughs> yeah. your arm down? What he did, what he's basically gave John me, is actually putting his arm up in the in air the this air. whole time every time he talks yeah. about arm. And then it's like he was giving me a finishing move. Like he's giving me the rocks, the people's elbow was what he did basically. He took his el- elbow down, smashed me on the shoulder. What? Didn't say shit and just walked off. You didn't yell at him? No, because my shoulder is like probably dislocated and so yeah so i was like oh thanks tcc i'm bumping into shit Mm -hmm. like thanks for being so stupid what dumbass yeah so that kind of sucked um that was silly both bitch please moments both both bitch please moments but before we get into things i did want to thank everybody because as of today last week uh, As of today, last week. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll see what I'm going with this. No. Last week, we, thanks to everyone, last week's episode of Live at 605, World Pride dot 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 hot hands, <laughs> was the number one comedy podcast in Toronto. Amazing. So thanks to everyone who downloaded that episode. I was on Podomatic's. Uh, app. If you don't have the app, go download. It's another way you can listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was checking Toronto, and for just overall Toronto podcast, we were top ten. Mm-hmm. But for comedy podcast in Toronto, World Pride dot 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 Hot Hands was the number one co- pod- comedy podcast in all of Toronto That's last huge. week. Yay! So that was really amazing. We were also on Podcast Land in the top five comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. So there, here's the other thing, guys. Go to podcastland.com, search Live 605, and vote to make us the number one podcast mm-hmm. of the month. So we're in the top five right now. I think that's so cool. Everyone at my work gave you a shout-out and a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. They should get both of us a round of applause. All these things, accolades and everything, mm-hmm. have started happening since you became co-host. <laughs> I mean, before you were co-host, I was just, I don't know, just motoring along. You know, I had my friends, my fans in Winnipeg just doing the damn thing. I think it's also because I make you have more energy. Because I think if I'm not here, you're very much like, Hi, guys. Welcome to another... Rigorous episode of Live at 605. Yeah, when you're not here, I'm doing my NPR. So this week on Live at 605, we are going to be talking about how to make corn on the cob. Oh. And uh, for dessert, we will teach you how to make jello with whipped cream on top. And you are listening <laughs> to Live at 605. How do you make jello with whipped cream on top? I don't know. I'm just saying words now. I don't know <laughs> or if they're making sense. A monotone, John. I was a little sad today because I was so stoked. I'm always stoked for Mondays because I'm always just like finna go get some uh, Subway. Gross. And today, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a sub. I'm going to get that roast beef with bacon. Oh, we can't talk about subs again. No, two, two things. Okay. I was just going to say. <laughs> this was so long. Two things. Listen, if it, gets, if it goes more than three minutes, you have permission to flick my three dick. Three minutes? If it goes over three minutes, you can flick my dick. So I just want to say a couple things. I was so excited for Subway today. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go get a sub because our friend, uh, Miss Melissa Ferris, Miss Garris, a.k.a. Ferris, a.k.a. that chick, came on down to say hello to everyone at work. Your hands are cold. Sorry. They're not warm? No. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You can't have it both ways. What do you want, a cold hand or a hot hand? Oh, too cold. (laughs) Why are you so weird? Why are you so weird? Because I I hung out with your dad yesterday, so I'm not sweaty, nervous palm hands. Don't touch me. So we ended up going to the Japanese restaurant next door for mm-hmm. uh, teriyaki chicken. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, I didn't get no sub today. Mm-hmm. But I was all worried. I'm like, since we're going to be gone for two weeks, do you mm-hmm. think I should tell the people at Subway I'm not going to be at, at the restaurant for the next two, two and a half weeks? <laughs> you think you should tell the people in Subway that you're going to Europe for better sandwiches? And they should be concerned? Well, they might be I like- think you should be fucking concerned. <laughs> 
No, I'm excited for all the food, great food we're gonna be eating in, in Europe and everything. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't want them to get worried that I'm not, that I left them. Oh, okay. And that is about three minutes. So that's all the time we have for. So no, don't flick me. <laughs> if you flick my dick, I put my hand on your thigh. Molesta. So, <laughs> uh, do you want to maybe talk about what we did this past week? Mm -hmm. and we had another action-packed, jam-packed week. Yes. I don't remember anything we did during, during the, week. the week. I, I think we had another rehearsal we had for Lillian's wedding. So literally, here, okay, can I just do the timeline of events? Because a lot of, of our friends at my work were asking us to live stream the wedding. Just because I feel like they've lived through it, right, yeah. with us. Did you just go, psst? No, I said yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a fact. I was listening to more stories, Jay Moore's podcast, and mm -hmm. they had Diamond Dallas Page from DDP Yoga was on, mm -hmm. and he talked about Jake the Snake Roberts lived with him, mm -hmm. and not only did he say Jake the Snake Roberts was scared of snakes, but he said uh, regular snakes, pythons, this is how they hiss, they go hiss. What does this have to do with anything? But cobras go because <laughs> you said that you go hiss. And it reminded me that I learned. I was like, did you just interrupt my story fully about some non freaking descript story about snakes? <laughs> Pythons go, <laughs> cobras go. <laughs> you spit all over the bike. Ew, and on my leg. <laughs> Don't touch me. Keep going. So either way, a bunch of my friends were like, hey, why, can't, you guys should totally live stream the wedding mm -hmm. just because we've like spoken about it and they feel like they've lived through like the whole process with us. So I was like, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. So I'm like, straight up, how many people, like even if it wasn't the whole wedding because it's going to be in French, but like how many people have actually done like a live stream of their wedding? You could be setting new trends here. Yeah, but... I already, we gotta pay for bandwidth. I'm not forking up the data roaming charges <laughs> to live stream something from the south of France. Right. So either way, so we leave on Saturday, but um, what you call it, the wedding is actually the following Saturday, and that's where we're gonna end up playing three different songs, me and Chris, yep. throughout the duration Chris of the ceremony. Uh, Chris and I, throughout the duration of the ceremony. And so we were just practicing again this week. So next Saturday, think of us. Um, cause we'll be in France performing at this wedding if you don't see it as a live stream. Yeah. We, and like we said, we're going to be taking the podcast on the road. We'll be podcasting from a couple different countries. Mm -hmm. So we'll be sure to do a big recap of that event and mm -hmm. everything. And, uh, yeah. So I think you guys are sounding great. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. You got one more rehearsal before. Yeah. I think on Thursday. On Thursday. And how you feeling about, uh, your progress. I think you sounded great. I'm not excited. Okay, so on Saturday, <laughs> Friday, we, uh, what did we do Friday? Friday was fun. Um, actually, no, Thursday, because I went to go see Brandon play again. Oh, yeah, how was uh, Brandon? So it was really fun. From Bad Jobs Part 2 fame. If yes. you haven't listened to that, go download it. He's had some awfully, some fantastically awful jobs. Mm -hmm. And if you want uh, to hear an amazing podcast just as good as Live at 605, Go search Wadis, W-H-A-D-I-S-S, -S, to hear your brother's <laughs> podcast. And he's one of the inspirations why we started this podcast. Mm -hmm. So either way, so... And he has a cool son. Yeah. Um, what you even call it? Brandon, when I was walking home from work on Thursday, he put up a picture on Facebook and just a status update that said he was playing at the Finn McCool's at Bloor and Jarvis. And so he's like, coming down if you want. And so I was like, oh, this is amazing. It's on my walk home. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go grab a beer and surprise him. Because, you know, my brother, hard knock life a little sometimes. So I was like, I'm going to go pay a visit and support. Went to go have a beer on the patio. It was really cool because 
Um, for all those Toronto listeners, um, if you guys know the radio station 98.1, Trump FM, um, Aaron and Mike from Aaron and Mike in the Morning, Mike, uh, that anchor, was actually in on the patio with us, and he actually gave... Brandon like a pretty sizable tip and was nice. like chatting him up but Brandon had like no idea who he was and so I had actually done a shoot with him when I was at City mm-hmm. and so he's a super nice guy so I told Brendan who he was and he's like oh that's amazing he's like I don't care <laughs> so, that's awesome that was hilarious um but it was nice to see Brent on Thursday and then Friday when we were walking home Ferris texted us and said hey why don't you guys come over and see her new place in the city because she mm. just moved back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she moved... <laughs> We're not going to say where she moved no. in case there's people out there who mm-hmm. want to stalk a uh, little blonde girl. Yeah. And I'm sure there's lots of people who like to stalk <laughs> little blonde girls. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's so weird. Uh, I think I, I, I'm a little blonde... I'm not a little blonde girl, but people might stalk me. I don't know where I'm this going. This is taking an odd turn. This Ferris has. just moved back to the city. Ferris just moved back to the city, so we were like, oh, come and check out her place. Our other friend Dan was there, Maddie was coming over from Party Podcast fame. Yeah. Um, and so we went over there, it was a super nice building. Yeah, really nice view. The balcony is too high up for me to go on, mm-hmm. so I'll just hang out and uh, drink Dr. Mm-hmm. Pepper and have crackers on the couch. <laughs> but it was really nice, because the one thing I like is that all of our friends are again now within like two streets of us, mm-hmm. um, which is great, and like... Sean is the only one who's, like, right behind my work. Yeah. But, like, it's literally, like, Ferris, us, then Maddie. And, they yeah. All, they all learned I don't go north so they, of <laughs> certain areas, and I don't go west or east of certain areas. <laughs> and if you're outside that radius, if if I don't come to see you, don't get upset, because you know my, <laughs> my radius. And I must say I'm a trailblazer, because other people, Ferris started saying, she's like, yeah, there's certain areas I don't like to go past. So I'm like... <laughs> Boom, bitch. Right. So either way, so we went to go hang out there and catch up with some of our friends, which was super fun. And then from that, we ended up, um, you came home to do solo boys night. Oh, I was super excited. So I dropped you off on the cab and you went to go do your thing. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that afterwards. And I went to the brand new Cali Sandwich, which opened up semi-close to where we live. Which and we spoke about on the live stream. Exactly. And I went to town this night. I mean, I got a... I got a sweet chicken, I got some fries, I got a Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was bring that Callie's home, eat it, and watch a Blue Jays win. What happened was I brought it home, and I watched a Blue Jays loss. So, Aww. I mean, it was half fun, then I turned it off, and I think I watched, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Paranormal Witness. Paranormal Witness, and it was about aliens. So, Gross. so that was my night. It was fun. Uh, my night was super fun. I ended up going to Miranda's uh, place uh, down in like the distillery area and our other friend Andrea was coming to meet us um and we hadn't seen her for a couple months but it was really great to catch up so we all hung out there drank some beers and then we hauled ass to Alcatran in the distillery which is a really awesome Mexican restaurant um so it was really cool really funky vibe um Rando was super smart she made reservations because that place was rammed back um but it was crazy like I was already, like, one to two beers in. We ended up getting a pitcher of margaritas. And I like to think I can hold my tequila, right? Yeah. Because tequila is my shot of choice. There was something different about drinking tequila, not as a dancing shot. Yeah, and what what is that like? I could only nurse it. Like, I was only taking little sips of it. Okay. So I was very much like, oh, I wish we got sangria instead. Um, but it was super fun to just hang out with the girls. I think I got home at, like, 12 
or so and then we hung out together uh food was really really good uh little burritos and tacos and things are surprisingly filling um but yeah it was super fun just to hang out with them and shoot this shit and tell like really funny high school stories because i think there's like not although your family's an indication of that and you and dan i guess but there's only so many people who have friends still like from their high school that they're friends with Oh, so I was, consistently? I know. That's why I was going to say, only I only talked to Dan from high school. And he goes back to like grade 7, grade school, mm-hmm. whatever. But that's why I was always amazed. I'm like, oh, you got like friends from when you were in kindergarten mm-hmm. and friends from grade school, high school, mm-hmm. college. I'm like, damn. Well, not even. like I'm not as close to some of my friends in college anymore. But if yeah. I see them, I'll be like super stoked. Yeah. But like my high school friends, I still see like pretty frequently, mm-hmm. which is great. So Friday was a lot of fun. The weather this weekend was unbelievable in Toronto as well. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, as per Pops Mountain's suggestion last week, we mm-hmm. took him up on something, because you are very much into biking. Mm-hmm. I like biking as well, I just don't like biking down the uh, gritty Toronto streets, you mm-hmm. know? And my dad's like, well, why don't you go to the Toronto Islands and go biking there, because there's no cars or mm-hmm. trucks or shit like that. So you are you and I were both like, oh, that's a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. So we ended up, uh, oh, the other thing was, Again, going back to last week when we didn't we didn't have any food for my dad and we ended up making croissants. Aww. This Saturday morning again, we woke up with nothing in the house for breakfast. So. I don't know what the hell. We don't think ahead enough. I know. So I went out and got some uh, pancakes. some pancakes. But yeah, we went to the Toronto Island. and It was actually really nice. So again, because the weather was absolutely stunning, there was the hugest lineup to get tickets to get onto the ferry. And like just luck of the draw, this girl who was like probably our age, mm-hmm. she came up and she's like, hey guys, I have two tickets. Um, I'll give it to you for face value. And she's like, I'm not trying to scam. It's just two of my friends didn't show up. So she's like, I have these extra tickets. And we're like, uh, amazing, we'll mm-hmm. take them. And so we ended up paying her, which is great because we got to bypass this huge lineup and then just wait for the line for the ferry, which was good. Yeah, and when was the last time you were on the, the island? I think with you, like, three years ago. When we went, like, mini-golfing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, we got over to the island. It was a fun, short little uh, boat ride over. Lots of screaming kids going, mm-hmm. acting a damn fool and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's 2014, right? Is that the year we live in right now? Pretty sure. Now, do you think in the year 2014, if you go to a restaurant, an amusement park, a laundry machine, a bar, you would think all these places would be up to par, technologically speaking, right? I would hope so. And anytime you go somewhere where you need to uh, pay Mm -hmm. to use their service, you would think that it wouldn't be so old school that they would only accept cash. Agree. So when we went to this island, I only had $20 in my wallet, a physical cash. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I got two visas. I got a debit card. I know how to write checks. I should be fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we wanted to do when we get there was obviously go and ride bikes. So yeah, and rent a bike because we don't have bike, any. Yeah. And uh, so first of all, we had to find out where we were going. And it was a bit of a walk. We had to go to like uh, the nudist beach area. Not the no, nudist beach. No, the side. other side. The other side. Uh, <laughs> but there is a nude beach yeah, there perf. for any perps who want to go use it. Uh, oh, no. Although it's the... Um, it's the, what was it called, Beach? It's the... Uh, Howard or something? No, it's like the clothing optional beach. Oh, yeah. So I would be pissed if I went there and I just had, like, my, dip fl- my dick flapping in the wind. Mm-hmm. And I just see all these people in, like, trunks. I'm like, get out of here unless you're not naked. So I just wonder if everyone goes... Because it's, like, clothing optional beach. Mm-hmm. So I'd be pissed if I was just, like, bare butt naked. And then I just see some dudes just, like, not jocking my steez. Why uh, wouldn't you want to be around naked girls? 
No, I'm just saying anyone in general. Oh, okay. I just happen to say guys in their trunks. Right. Tried not to sound as pervy as. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyways, we went and found the bike rental shop area. Mm-hmm. And we get there and it's like, okay, this is what it is per hour to rent. You have to put mm-hmm. a deposit down. Big, bold letters. There's a sign that says no, or cash only. Mm-hmm. And this is almost a bitch please moment. Bitch please, you want to sponsor this? Yeah, dog. I said bitch. Please. I'm like, bitch, please. You, you don't want like cash? 15 minutes to go to the rental place from where the boat docked to across mm. this like, not like high bridge by any means, but it was on it. It was on a hill, right? There was an uphill ramp we had to walk up. Yeah. It was hot. It was really hot. It was and, far. And I'm like, why can't I use my damn debit card to mm. put money down for this thing? But so, so then I went and asked a hot dog vendor <laughs> on that side of like where the beach was. I was like, excuse me. Is there an ATM machine here? And he's like, yeah, on the other side of the bridge. And I was like, but you just fucking came from that side. Yeah, like, geez. So then we had to walk up the hill again to go to the bridge side, go to the ATM machine. First of all, there's a fountain. We see these damn kids just playing in this fountain that says, like, no. No, Don't play in the fountain. And then we come back. Oh, sorry. Yeah. uh, We go and. Go to the ATM machine, take out money. Then we come back, and then we see two grown-ass adults. Like, bathing. Bathing in this damn fountain as well. It's like, well, I damn well know you can read. Yeah. I mean, when do you grow up in a dumpster? Like, come the fuck on. So, it's like, you're not the little match girl. You know how to read. What's Uh, a little match girl? You ever read the little match girl? No, I'm a boy. What's a little match girl? I'm going to look it up for you later. Okay. We'll give it to Benjamin. Gotcha. Um, so either way, um, what do you want to call it? Then we have to walk back up the hill to go get the bikes. We go get the bikes. Well, we had a real decision to make. The idea was do we get uh, single bikes where we ride solo dolo? Yeah. Do we get tandem bikes where we ride connected where I, I, either you're in front and I'm no. in the back or you're coming up rear? No, because I can't take that risk. My only frame of reference for you as a biker was you, like, out of breath, 20 feet behind me, and then getting off your bike to be like, I can't bike anymore. Well, if we had to do a tandem bike, I would be running the whole thing, but you would probably want to steer. Here's the question for you. I may have been running out of steam the last time we rode bikes, but which one of us fell into a graveyard off of our bike? That's not fair. <laughs> so at least if we're tandem bikes, I got control of the bike and you ain't falling no, off. No, because I was trying to make a joke and I was laughing and facing you and then I fell into a grave. <laughs> <laughs> fell into an open grave, twisted your damn ankle that you broke in Boston. We're in Washington, middle of nowhere in a cemetery. And you're Listen. like, and you're like, damn, I hurt my my busted leg again. I'm like, I, I don't know. I started laughing though. Yeah, but I'm like, if I see a baseball sized welt coming out of that ankle, <laughs> I'm just leaving you here and... And I'm starting a new life in New Hampshire. No! Okay, either way. Or New Delhi. I wanted to go get. And there was also the. There was also the bikes where we could ride side by side and we could have put a little baby in front. Yeah, I don't want to ride side by side. You don't want to ride side by side? No, because I want to go faster. Okay. So either way, we got the solo bikes. But then I had to give John the girl bike because the seat was too high. I was also going to say, you're uh, making fun of me for being out of breath. But when we got two bikes, and I clearly had a better bike, who offered to say, you know what? Because I couldn't sit on my bike. Yeah, bike, I could have been a there, You know, there's damn well jerks out there who would have been like, trick, please. I don't care. This is my bike. But I was like, no, please. You know what? Here, here, take this nice bike. You know what? You need the shirt off my back in case it's too hot. I will put it on your head. As, and Joe uh, would do? Yeah. Right? No. Honestly. Like, you were nice. You gave, <laughs> you gave me the shorter bike. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, 
And then we went for a nice stroll along the, we, the boardwalk. We actually, not stroll, we went for a nice ride. Yeah. It was actually really fun because we were, like, let's just say if we were at Center Island, which is, like, the islands aren't big by any means, so you could literally bike the entire um, length of the island in an hour because we basically covered three quarters of it. Um, and we started in the middle, went to one side, then went back the other way. And then we didn't make it to the nudist beach, much to John's dismay. No. And so um, we came back because we only booked the bikes for an hour. Hold, hold on. You're skipping past all the amazing bike riding tricks I did throughout. I put on a show for you, yeah. the people, the workers. Let's just start off by me riding the bike, and I'm doing mad hot. I'm getting mad air. I'm hopping the bike four or five feet in the air, clearing, wow, clearing tree. I'm riding down the bike. I'm like, I'm riding the bike down the street. And I'm like, check this out. I'm getting more air than Michael Jordan in his prime. Swear on your mother. And then I also, when I was riding the bike, I was getting some air though. Was like I three inches? Okay, right. I'm doing that. Uh, Michael Jordan's toe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, okay, well, you're gonna deny this. Was I not riding the bike? And did I not take my both my feet off the pedals? And put them up on the bike stand. And I'm gliding. I you mean, mean handlebars. <laughs> what did I say? Bike stand. <laughs> I put them on the damn handles. And I am, I mean, I look like Nancy Kerrigan just like gliding through the ice. Just like, I, I mean, I look so, so pretty. <laughs> John does so much shit just to amuse himself. I don't even ask him to do it. He'll be like, Val, watch me do this. Or he'll just start rapping at me. And I have to sit you there. say rapping? Or rapping. Laugh? Oh. And I just have to sit hey, there. Hey, yo, girl, I'm rapping next to you side by side. And now you're going to come. You're lucky you're dating me. Because I have to listen to this shit all if the time. If you weren't dating me, you'd be on the big bike. Or, you know, if you weren't dating me, you would have been stuck in that grave you fell in. Because no! I would have been there you to help. You didn't help me get out of it. <laughs> so I <laughs> debate whether or not I should move to New Hampshire. You were laughing at me, asshat. Listen, you. Turn on the light. Turn on the light? <laughs> Anything else I can do for you, miss? Get me my water. Keep going. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a slap. It wasn't a slap. If you're, I just put my hand on your leg. I did not slap you. He that slapped like. me. So, either way. The light's busted. What? No, plug it in. It is plugged in. There. Um. So, what you gonna call it? We ended up biking, which was super fun. John did some remedial kindergarten tricks on his bike. I didn't see you so, put your legs up on the on the handles. Well, because I'm not being silly, because there was 9,000 people on the road, and I had to watch you be silly. And also, also, I saved you from a spider that was on your arm whilst we were biking. I didn't care. And when we went to go take a picture of the CN Tower, when we first parked our bikes, you almost fell off again. No, I didn't. You almost, you didn't fall off, but I was very worried for your legs. Did you make up these stories to make you sound more chivalrous than you are? I am the most chivalrous person in the world. Say what, chivalrous when, three times fast. When, when was the last time you opened the door next to me? This time. <laughs> There's no doors. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, so then the, oh my god, this is so crazy. So, I don't understand how... There's, like, so many people, but there's, like, two bike lanes. Like, one to go uh, east, one to go west. So, it's, like, you guaranteed have two sides. There's also passing lanes, like, roundabout things that you can get ar around. So, you know what? There's a lot of traffic, especially in the area where the bike rental thing is. And we were on our way back from the, bike, uh, from the right side of the island. So, like, 
the optional clothing side. Hmm. And we're coming back, and this we were basically behind this couple for, like, a really long time, mm-hmm. right? And so we were keeping pace with them, and we're near the bike rental side, and all of a sudden, this guy, like, he was probably wasted, yeah. starts, like, walking backwards all wasted through the area, and basically, like, falls into the guy biking. And the yeah. guy literally had to, like, push him and hold him up. Yeah. And he, I was like, oh, my God, are they going to fight? It seemed like they were getting pretty pissed so off. So that was pretty intense. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was like so much fun. We were so hungry. Oh, we were starving, just being out in the sun all day, biking mm-hmm. around. Then we went to the carousel carousel restaurant they yeah. had and had some lunch on the patio. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was just like exhausted from the sun because we were outside for like six hours. Well, when I came home, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. and for all you people out there during summer, put on sunblock, mm-hmm. and I was really good. I lathered the, the sunblock on my face, my legs, my feet, my arms, my mm-hmm. ears, everything, mm-hmm. and of course, I want to look stylish when I'm riding bikes, right? So I was wearing a uh, banana yellow uh, V-neck mm-hmm. t-shirt from uh, H&M, no, from Urban Outfitter. so I mean, I looked pretty fresh to mm-hmm. death, and then when I got home, I realized... I didn't uh, suntan, hipster problem right now. I didn't suntan lotion. I didn't put lotion. I didn't put lotion (laughs) on my V-neck scoop air exposed chest. And I came home and I got a nice tan, you know, a great tan on my arms, my face, my legs. I took my shirt off later on just because you got to do that sometimes. (laughs) And my stomach is white, white as like snow, white as Casper. And then all I see is I'm just burnt. I have a red triangle burn <laughs> on my chest because I didn't put suntan lotion. Oh, shit, I just wrote on my leg. <laughs> just, so needless to say, we didn't really do anything Saturday night. Um, what did we Did we watch anything? Yeah, we, uh, we got some f- takeout food, and then we watched the Blue Jays lose another game. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was fine. We did that. And then Sunday... Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. We went um, to the Eden Center to go change some money into oh. euros and pounds. This is another great time for you guys to go to live605.potomac.com and hit the PayPal account because I can't afford muffins anymore. <laughs> so either way, the exchange rate is just like, for all of you international listeners out there, man, if you want to make a killing, take your euros and move to Toronto because you would make quadruple what you would have. They literally took my left arm to exchange Canadian for your... I have, my left arm is gone. They had to take my arm. They didn't take my leg, didn't take an arm and a leg, but they took my damn arm. So just to give you some indication, uh, I asked for $300 worth of euro or 300 euros, right? And the exchange rate for that, which is still substantially better than when I lived in England and was traveling across Europe, the exchange rate for 300 euros to the dollar I think my total came to like 490 or something like that, which is pretty bananas, but it's not as bad as, to me, what I constitute as an exchange rate. I took my leftover New York American money and tried to exchange that into pounds. So 150 American to change into pounds for when we go to London only came up to 70 pounds, (laughs) right? So this is like less than half, Yeah. right? Bullshit. That's some damn bullshit. Yeah, I took out 100 pounds, 250 euros. It cost me over 600. Seriously. And I was like, I all I wanted that day was a dollar seventy-five muffin mm. from Muffins, which will lead us into our Muffins talk. Mm, and muffins. I'm like, I can't even 
get this unless I do some street performing. Hands down. So before we get into the rest of Sunday, do you want to talk about muffins and that whole debacle? <laughs> yeah. I don't even, okay, this is such like a stupid story, but it's one that we often talk about every time we go to Union Station. And I don't know why half our podcasts are spent talking about California sandwiches, Subway, or some form of food, but... Which we do have to order food when yeah. we do this podcast. Um, what you hot? So, John likes a good chocolate chip muffin every now and then. Mm. And in Toronto, there's this place called... Muffins. No, isn't it just called Muffins? No, this is where the whole problem came from. There's two well-known muffin establishments in Canada, Ontario. Uh, there's two, and the two I used to, I used to go to... Ontario, Canada. <laughs> I don't know if it was like, is it something? I had them in in Ottawa. I've had them in Toronto. I don't know if they're a U.S. chain, a Canada chain. They could be a provincial chain. So either way, uh, for those of you in uh, Canada, there's two great muffin places I love to fuck around with. One of them is called Treats, and the other one's called Mmm Muffins. (laughs) But I always joked when I'm like, oh, you know, I I went to work, and on the way, I I got Mmm Treats. Oh, yeah. Because I would just combine the two. Because obviously it's fun to say, mmm, something. Yeah. And the place, though, I always go to when I get a muffin is mmm muffins. But I always just say I went to mmm treats. Yeah. And you thought the place was called mmm treats. treats. And so when we went to Union Station the first time, I'm like, John, this place isn't called mmm treats. It's called- yeah, right. I think you're like, there's there's a place called mmm treats and a place called mmm muffins. Yeah. I was like, no, there's just one place called Muffins and one place called Treats. I just combined the words. See, we should just make a place called Mmm. <laughs> Run by Benjamin. No, mm. I call it Mmm. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I guess that's all we had to say about muffins. That was the dumbest story. I remember yesterday when we were waiting to take the go train, you are just like, we got to remember talking about <laughs> Muffins. I was like, okay, and that literally, my subway talk is probably more interesting. No, it wasn't. No. So, either way. So, then Sunday was really fun. We went to do the Euro exchange. And that then... was a blast. I love giving them all my money. <laughs> so, we went to go do that. And then we came back home. And I researched some stuff to do in Europe while we were there. If you guys have any suggestions for us to do in either Paris, Barcelona, London, Rome... Rome. Provence, uh, email them to John because it'd be mighty handy if you guys have any great places to check out. And what's the email address? Live at 605 at gmail.com. Boom. So, either way, so that's awesome. I haven't gotten an email since season four. (laughs) That wasn't about like Viagra pills or, you know, just like junk email. (laughs) No, that's not true. We actually have fan questions. Um, so. What the hell is I going to talk about? You're talking about Sunday, fun day. Oh, yeah. So, went to research that. Then we went to my parents' place uh, for dinner. dinner. Um, we, we ended up... Brendan couldn't come. It was only Carl, me, Beth, John, and my parents. And it was actually nice. We got to catch up. But we ate dinner so early. Mm-hmm. But it was actually fun. We ended up shooting the shit for like three and a half hours at the dinner table. And then uh, Carl, Beth, John, and myself actually had a concert that evening. Uh, So we went to go see Fits in the Tantrums Mm -hmm. at the Danforth Music Hall. Yeah, Fits in the Tantrum. We've talked about them before. They've actually been a band (coughs) of the week with us. They're uh, two singers, one lead singer, male, and then the backup singer. They sound like a mix of Motown, pop, 
top 40s, just like a great band. Definitely check him out. Fits in the Tantrums. Mm -hmm. And we saw him, you and I saw him at Mod Club. Mod Club about two years ago when they only had one album. They just put out their second album like four or five months ago. It was called More Than Just a Dream. Mm -hmm. And this time they played a little bit of a bigger scales mm -hmm. venue at Danforth Music Hall. And what was your experience like? How was the concert? Did you like the opening bands? Yeah. Um, Max Frost uh, reminded me of Max, an uglier Max from Catfish, yeah. which we should talk about later. Okay. Um, so either way, I, I thought he was okay, but a lot of their songs, everything's starting to sound the same. And I think that's my problem. It's just like I liked Fitz because it was like something new to me. It didn't sound like something I'd previously heard. The licks were all different. So that guy just sounded like... He could have been trying to write songs like... It's just so generic. So generic. I didn't care about him. No. The girl was like... She she was trying too hard. And I'm yeah. like... I, yeah, I don't know. Nah, I wasn't feeling him. I, was, I wasn't feeling them. My favorite part of any opening band is when they say, this is our final song. <laughs> Except for Hey Champ. Yeah, there's been some exceptions. Hey Champ. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. We never saw Oh, no. Oh, uh... uh no, Wait, no, what the hell there, was it? There's, uh, there's Jukebox the Ghost. Jukebox the Ghost. There yeah. was Sloot that I saw open up for yeah. a great. There's definitely been some good yeah. surprise bands. The White Stripes, when I saw them open up for Sleater Kinney, that was like mind blowing. For who? Sleater Kinney. Who's that? Their band uh, in the 90s. And what, how long ago did you see White Stripes open for a band called Sleeve, Sleeve or oh, Kenny? Oh, like, I was like 15. And White Stripes weren't big yet, I'm assuming? No, they hadn't released even an album yet. Could you tell they were going to be awesome? Uh, I thought it was pretty life-changing, like, when I heard them, because it was, like, kind of coming out of, like, the, um, grunge. grunge era, I guess, so it wasn't, like, a Nirvana or, like, a Soundgarden, but I was with my, um, cousin Marguerite from Boston, she was visiting us, and she's like, oh, do you want to go and see this band, and it was, like, three girls, and then this random band just opened for us, and I was like, what the shit, mm -hmm. right, it was pretty crazy, it was That's at the awesome. Opera House. Nice, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was like well young. Cool. Um, but yeah, what did you think of Fitz? I thought they were really good. I. How many Michael Fassbenders do you give it? Michael Fassbenders? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? So Michael, remember when we saw X-Men and I was like, I give it 10 Michael Fassbenders out of 10. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was hot. Gotcha. So you can tell how hot this concert was or okay. how great it was. By rating it on the Michael Fassbender scale. Okay, so the first time we saw him, I would give him 8.5 Michael F 8.5 inches of Michael Fassbender <laughs> out of 10. Mm -hmm. This concert, I would give him 8 Michael Fassbenders out of 10. Why? Here's the thing. The concert was amazing. Mm -hmm. They're such a high-energy band. They're so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. My only... I was excited because I do I like their first album a lot. Their second album has grown on me a lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it so much at first. Now I like their second album a lot. My only problem I had was there had been about two years since the last time we saw them. Obviously, they got new songs. They have really good new songs to play, which is great. Mm -hmm. But they, I found it was almost a carbon copy of the exact same yeah. first concert because they played the same Sweet Dreams cover uh, song. Eurythmic song. Which is fine, but they also did the thing where they made everyone like get down on the ground. Mm -hmm. So whereas they played some new songs, and obviously it was a little bit different. They have a little bit more charisma just for mm -hmm. touring, this and that. It was almost the exact same concert. So it wasn't any worse, wasn't any better. I'm glad I went to it. 
I probably would see them again, maybe if they can come back five or six months later. If they come back two years from now with their next album, yeah. I would definitely go see them again if it was the right venue. <coughs> but it, they didn't really add anything. They didn't really change it up to make it more... It was no. still amazing. If you guys haven't seen them, definitely go see, see mm-hmm. them. But for me, it was just pretty much the exact same concert. No worse, no better. Really good. But that's why I give it just a little bit less mm-hmm. because it was the exact same. Yeah, I didn't. I think for me, I was a little disappointed that they spent so much time on like a eurythmic song versus playing like a ton of shit off of the first album because that was redundant. Like exactly like you said. I also what I liked about the first concert was because they hadn't hit like commercial stride yet. They probably they probably just didn't have the money to do the fancy lighting yeah. and all that shit. And I felt like. Because a lot of it was a carbon copy, the only way they upped the ante was to have all, like, the lighting and the fancy shit. And I kind of, I don't know. I'm like, I don't need that no. for this show. Um, so, so what do you give it out of 10? I give it a max? solid 8.5 as well. Okay. What did you get the first time you saw them? Like, 10. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm being too... I think I would give them, like, a 9 to, yeah. like, 9.5 for the first time we saw them. And then, mm-hmm. again, like, 8, 8.5 yeah. this time. It was actually really funny, though. Carl and Beth came with us, and... They were, like, joking about there's, like, no seats and stuff because they don't stand at concerts anymore. Yeah. But Beth wanted to dance, so I was really happy that they kind of, they seemed to really enjoy the show, which was awesome, and, like, danced and stood up the whole time, and Carl doesn't dance, so that's yeah. huge. Yeah, and no, I think they had a lot of fun. It was mm-hmm. just fun hanging out with them and, mm-hmm. and going to see music, so hopefully we can go mm-hmm. to another concert with them very soon. For sure. Is there anything else from Sunday or the concert you want to talk, to, talk about or anything now? So... That's pretty much our week. I got some notes here. Do you want to... I have a couple more fan questions we didn't get to last time. So why don't we do one of those and we'll get into some other yeah. stuff. So tell me when to stop because I don't have them in a hat. Stop. Okay, this comes from Sean in Regina. Whether or not it's Sean <laughs> yeah. Puff Batty, a.k.a. Batiman, or a different John, Sean in Regina. Yeah. His question's a little weird. He says... <laughs> Sounds you, like somebody from Regina. Do you believe in deja vu? That is yes. the question. You do? Yes, I do. Have you had lots of cases of deja yes, vu? Yes, I have. There was an instance where Miranda came over recently, like the last second last time we performed, um, or Chris or somebody, and I remember saying, like, we've had this exact conversation before, Yeah. and it freaked me out to the point where I'm like, oh my God, what happens if it is just all cyclical and you're just, like, trying to go through the situation because you need to correct it or something? Like, mm-hmm. so I definitely believe in it. What about you? Yeah, I... I actually had two of them happen to me recently as well, where I think we were at a restaurant. Oh, it was when we went uh, to the ballroom, mm-hmm. and we were sitting at that round circle table watching TV, and I'm like, I don't remember if I had a dream about being at this actual place, but I had, like, deja vu. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. something like this, this exact same happened to me, and mm-hmm. it, it is always weird when it happens, yeah. and I can never quite explain it, and I guess, yeah, I, I definitely believe in deja totally. vu. Totally. Good question. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do another yeah. one or two real quick? Stop. Okay. This one comes from Larry in Buffalo. Okay. So shout out to everyone in Buffalo. We're starting to build a bit of a fan base in there. Nice. I used to do, we used to do a lot of uh, trips to Buffalo as kids. We uh, would go over there because it wasn't too far of a drive from Ottawa. It's too far from my family because yeah. I always get stressed out in the car. Because my parents used to tell me time with shows. I think okay. we spoke about this, yeah. where they'd be like, Sesame Street was an hour, because I knew how long that was, yeah. and then like, Polka Dot Door was only half an hour, so I'd be like, Dad, how long is it? And he'd be like, uh, one Polka Dot Door, and I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's and not then, bad, then. And then he's like, I was like, Dad, how far are we to Buffalo? And then he's like, uh, two Sesame Streets. I'm like, no! no! So we'd always end up <laughs> having to turn around <laughs> in the car. 
wasn't your mom telling us a good story about you yesterday where you had like Oh, yeah, where she said you were getting your ears pierced when you were, like, a little kid. Oh, my God, and come then, on. And then when she pierced your ears, you're like... She didn't pierce No, the, when the person in the mall pierced your ears, you're like, I can't walk anymore, <laughs> my legs. <laughs> so your ears were pierced, not your legs. Okay, first of all, I was, like, three years old. What the hell? Nobody wants a fucking gun pointed to their ears, right? And I was a baby. Right? Uh, that was just the funniest. I can just picture you in your little pink tails. Yeah, and, and little, my little red purse. Little red purse. Just being like, give me some earrings. Then when it happened, you're like, damn. And fall over. Yeah. Right? You saw me. I was like Benjamin. That's true. Okay, so back to Larry. Thank you, Larry, for looking at all the, the great stories <laughs> yeah. you got out of us just from being in Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it all starts. Oh, That's yeah. that family <laughs> trips. You talked about your trips. Okay. Then we talked about you as a kid. We talked about you getting your piercer. We talked about your legs not working. So Larry in Buffalo says... <laughs> Did you write on me? No. Oh. Larry in Buffalo asks... We already did that question. What was this question? We didn't know. Oh, oops. I thought it was about Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Larry. I swear I'm paying attention. (laughs) Why is this question? Have you ever been to Buffalo? (laughs) That would be a weird question. That's even weirder than Sean's deja vu question. (laughs) Oh, shit. So, uh, Larry asks, do you... Larry in Buffalo asks, do you believe... And aliens, do you believe, do you, do aliens exist is his actual question. Ooh, do you want to talk first? Well, I think there's a couple things. I think it's ridiculous to think that we are the only species mm-hmm. living Wait, human creature. Wait, ask you what you think or should I ask you what Joe Rogan thinks? <laughs> J- just to make sure. This is all me. Is it? This is all me. And so if I looked up Joe, Joe Rogan's Rogan, Of course thought. he believes in aliens. Okay. This is my whole thought. I think it's ridiculous to think that we're the only living creatures, humans, in the whole solar system. Mm-hmm. To think that even, like, the solar system we're in, mm-hmm. there's, isn't there, like, infinite solar systems? Mm-hmm. So to think that there's not living life, whether it's a Ewok or an alien or people or mm-hmm. dogs on another planet solar system. I love that you went from Ewoks to dogs. I don't even know what that an Ewok is. That could be an evolution is. of a dog. From Ewoks to dogs. That's mm-hmm. true. So I think that's a little ridiculous. I've also, I've never seen or had alien experiences, luckily. Mm-hmm. But all I know is I've, I've the scariest, like, li- like paranormal type show I ever saw mm-hmm. happened when I was like 12 years old, and I wish I could remember what the show was called or what the story was. I would die to see this again. Mm-hmm. But the idea was, it was like one of those found footage shows. It wasn't a movie, it was this TV show in like space, but I was this was back in like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was all about this family in the woods, and they're like having this big dinner party, and they kept hearing things outside. So they went outside, and it's all like with their home cameras, and they saw like aliens. And now, the more I think about it, this wasn't real because they shot guns at them. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And they're like, whoa, aliens. And they like shot a, a space gun at what them. What do they look like? They looked like your typical big head, small gray body type, yeah. like X-File aliens. And they ran back to their house, mm-hmm. and they were just like, the aliens were trying to get back into the mm-hmm. house. And all I remember is the last scene was the guy was like in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm so scared. I don't know what's going to happen. And there was an alien hiding behind the door. Yeah. And the alien closed the door and came to the guy and the, like the camera shut off. Ooh. And it was, it was like, this is Was real. this about signs? <laughs> yeah. I th- no, no, I think it was Mel Gibson. Signs? Yeah, Mel Gibson was in this ranting about how he hates Jewish people and stuff. Ooh. Yeah. And then right before he wrote Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> so that was, anyways, long story short, I do believe in aliens just because I think it's ridiculous to think that there's not... <laughs> Uh, other stuff out there. 
say that again? You just threw your hands in the air. No, just be like, it's ridiculous to think this stuff out there. Oh, I thought there was a bug. No. Uh, okay, so I think I've told you this story before, but I don't know if I've actually told it on the podcast before. So right after we saw signs, I was still living in my parents' place. I never saw signs with you. No, I didn't see it with you, but I think I told you about this story. Oh, sorry, just what you said. Like, after that time we saw a sign. No, I was no, like, no. girl, I was 12. No, no, no. So, what you going to call it? When I saw signs... I saw the sign. <laughs> it opened up my bum. I saw the sign. You're taking that out. That doesn't even deserve, a, like, a beep. Right? So, no beep? No, nothing. Okay. Or, like, just delete it. <laughs> um, okay. Right? So, that was so stupid. <laughs> right? So, anyway, I saw the... Don't do it. I'm not doing it. It's oh. back of the pen. Um, what you going to call it? I ended up seeing the movie Signs. And for those of you who haven't seen it, it's that Mel Gibson movie where there's, like, crop circles in a cornfield. It's the only other good M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. And so... For whatever reason, um, my brother had just moved to Oakville in his first house, and it was me, Miranda, our friend Marta, and this guy who I liked, obviously also named John, right? And so we were hanging out a lot, and for whatever reason, we're like, oh, let's go run in a cornfield, like, at night, like how they did in Signs. And so Miranda said no, because her aunt actually died from stepping on a corn husk, Right, because yeah. it went and hit a major artery in her foot, oh. and she died. So she was too paranoid. Holy but then shit. I remember me, Marta, and John running through this cornfield in like pitch black. Okay. We all got separated, and then I was like gonna cry, like to the point where I think I would have just sat down and not did anything till the sun came up. Jesus. Marta found me. We sat together. John, that shit bag, he ended up, like, poking us from, like, another side. Like, he walked around and scared the living bejesus out of us. Isn't this the same pansy who cried on a fridge? No, that was, they actually knew each other. They were both curlers. John was, like, John's actually really smart. He's actually getting married now, too. Um, he went to Kingston. He's doing, like, neuroscience. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a jerk move for poking It's still you. a jerk move. Um, he's the one who taught me how to drive, though. See? Oh, that's good. So all of you first G license, non G license guys I dated first. We have to thank that John. All, all I know is anytime we had to drive somewhere, we were able to drive. Yeah, that's true. But if we wanted to rent a car, I had to do it. Yeah, but when when did we ever rent a car? I did you one better. All those suckers out there renting cars for girls. I got this, a zip car. I don't know if <laughs> renting cars for girls. <laughs> Thank you, feminism. <laughs> right. Um. So anyways, that was my story with aliens. So you do believe in aliens? Yes. Okay. Do you want to do another one or two? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Stop. This comes from our friend Jake in Winnipeg. Shout out to everyone in Winnipeg who always downloads mm-hmm. multiple episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people in Winnipeg, they download all the episodes, but I find there's a big, there must be a big, big rec following because there's always big rec podcasts. So thanks for everyone who downloads the uh, big rec. Mm-hmm. Jake in Winnipeg asks, what song best describes you? So, uh, yeah, what song would... I don't know. Best describes you? That's a good question. Uh, like lyric-wise or no, title I, I think maybe just like title. Like what song, if you had to say like, this is me in a song. I don't know if Who we... runs the world? Girls. Girl. That's a good one. Girls yeah. by Beyonce. Girls yeah. run the world. Mm-hmm. I think that is good. Mm-hmm. I think the best song that uh, describes me would have to be... Um, I can think of the one that best describes us mm-hmm. is Snoop Dogg's and Tupac's Two of America's Most Wanted. <laughs> Say nothing but a gangster party. <laughs> and then the best song to describe me would be How About... I don't know, this is tough. Let me think for a second. 
Um, I don't know, Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> I should have thought of this question yeah. more. Clearly I saw what this was, but <laughs> your answer was way better. Yeah. So, and we only got, we got one more, so should we might as well okay. do that. Actually, we got two, let's just do them real quick. Mm -hmm. Lisa in Toronto, homegirl mm -hmm. in Toronto, weird. She says, what's the most physical pain you've ever experienced in your life? Uh, probably when I broke my tooth. Yeah, worse than when you broke your ankle? Mm, that was pretty painful too. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think the worst one I Also ever, having seizures, I guess. Yeah. You know, pissing and, like, not knowing you're doing it on your friends is, like, kind of gross. That's true. But right? it's not it's physical pain, necessarily. I guess. Yeah, but More no. More like anguish. Anguish, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a toss-up between my ankle and break, like, fracturing that, and then my tooth, like, breaking my adult tooth okay. on the ice. I think I've had a couple. Definitely, I've had a lot of like head traumas. Mm -hmm. Usually, when you smack your head, because mm -hmm. I think when you hit your head, it's scary. Because mm -hmm. initially, it just like it. You're dis mm -hmm. disoriented. Mm -hmm. I can't even say dis disoriented. Disoriented. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've hit my. I've rolled downstairs, hit my head. I rolled down the stairs and hit my head. Cousin DJ Malin's head. <laughs> uh, I there was that one time I talked about in grade seven science where I fell and smacked my face on the table and I had a big scar. Oh. Definitely, you know, when I broke my damn thumb, that hurt a lot. With yeah, you still managed to go sock some dingers. Sock some dingers. Look at this thumb. You guys can't see it, but it's working just fine. But mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, anything with the head. Oh. So thank you, Lisa. And should we get to the final question? Sure. Of season five. This comes from Jim in Florida, Florida. Mm -hmm. Jim asks, what TV show that is off the air now would you like to see come back and do one season? One full season. Party of five. Really? Mm -hmm. More than Gilmore Girls? Yes. Why Party of Five? Because that series ended really awkwardly. Did it get canceled though, or did they? I think it got canceled, right? Yeah. Um, and it was just like this, like I don't know. I love Party of Five. I thought it was a great series. The music on it was awesome, mm -hmm. and it was kind of like you know, like the newsroom. We've spoken about this yeah. before. Just that, like when they have really good songs, like commercial tracks that play behind stuff, and it's not like it, like Entourage would do that, like yeah. a new breakout artist. That's how Party of Five was for the 90s. It would gotcha. be like songs that you'd never heard before, and they would put it behind all of their stuff, which was fantastic. Nice. like that. The The only one I can think off the top of my head, which is an obvious choice, would be Breaking Bad, because mm -hmm. I feel like they could have done... Well, obviously, no spoilers now. They can't, mm -hmm. what happened in the last season, but I feel like they Although could... Although they said they could. Brian Cranston left it open. That's true. He did leave it open. Yeah. Although I think it's... I don't want to say anything yeah. now, but I think it's clear that... Uh, whatever, but and I guess they are doing Better Call Saul. So yeah, they said, but isn't that a prequel? They said it, it exists in the time period of Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, because so. isn't what's his face in it? Aaron Paul. Yeah, he he would have cameos and Walt. Yeah. My thing is, I'm like, uh, sure they could do like cameos, but if it is a prequel and they do cameos, I bet you it's it's gotta be when Walt White before he shaves his head, because I highly doubt Brian Cranston is gonna shave his head for like two episodes or yeah, something. Yeah, that's fair. So there's that show, and then uh, the other show I used to love was The Mole. The reality show. Did you ever watch The Mole mm. with Anderson Cooper where it's just like, it's a competition with like 10 people and one person always sabotaged it? Is it a reality series though? Mm -hmm. But okay. it hasn't been on for a while, so mm -hmm. that that was it. So those are the shows I'd want to mm -hmm. bring back. So thank you, Jim and Flo Rida, for that. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about, uh, like we said, we're going on a break. We're going to be off for maybe three weeks or so. Should we maybe, do you want to talk about some of the best podcasts people can listen to yeah. to get caught up? So to fill the void, if you haven't heard all the episodes, mm -hmm. do you want to go like episode for episode, maybe do like top yeah, five? Yeah, do it up. 
So mine are in no particular order because John had more time to prep his answers. Yeah, no, my mine yeah. aren't really in any particular order either. But uh-huh. I'll just start with what I have. Number five. Uh-huh. Number five, I have Bad Roommates, which is back in season three, I believe. Uh-huh. And Bad Roommates was a great episode we did. You, me, and your brother Carl and his wife Beth, uh-huh. and we basically was an hour and a half of all of us, especially those two, talking about the worst roommates they've ever had. Which is kind of funny though, because I thought like you had like really ridiculous stories, yeah. but like they they're also older than us. But they've had some fucked up living situations. Oh, especially Beth in like Montreal yeah. and like and ew, then, like one involved a snake. Yeah, and then it's like when they were in Vancouver, and then mm-hmm. Carl's friends lied about stuff, and Beth goes stranded yeah. on an island. I think. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun episode. I talked mm-hmm. about having roommates who threw up on their laptops, about mm-hmm. living with old ladies who were hitting on me mm-hmm. and dogs that like to <laughs> look through holes. You talked about a couple things, yeah. but it was just a lot of fun. Oddly enough, as it always goes with family members, they're always also the dirtiest podcast. So weird. Like, I never want to hear my brother talk about a hooker again. Yeah. He didn't get one. He just talked about strippers yeah. and hookers. Yeah. So that that one, I think you guys definitely go check it out. It's called Bad Roommates. Mm-hmm. Another tin bit, tidbit, mm-hmm. timbit, because uh, I'm hungry. It was originally called Roommate Hate, mm-hmm. but iTunes banned it. Ooh, director's cut of this podcast. So I had to change it to Bad Roommates. Yeah. So that is definitely an episode you guys should go check out. If you do, tweet, mm-hmm. Facebook, email us, let us know if you like it. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there an episode you think everyone should check out? Um, do, do I, should I get you the list of episodes? Do you want... No. I, I think I'm good. Do you okay. have it somewhere? I just put it on my phone. Like, I, do you want me to talk about another one? Uh, yeah, do your next one. I, I gotta think. I, I have some. Okay, so, like, I think for me, I would also just say, suggest checking out. If you ever wonder how John and I have the chemistry that we do, I think some people forget that we are dating at some point, uh, not just roommates. So, definitely check out Relationships Part 1, 2, and 3 from Season 1. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely are new to the podcast world at that point, obviously, but... You can see how we ended up getting the kind of chemistry that we do and lay the groundwork for making five seasons worth of narcissistic podcasts. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny to go back and listen to it. I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. We're not as animated. Cause the other thing is, you still didn't know what a podcast was no. for those first couple episodes. I'm like, we're just sitting and talking, that's yeah. all. But it is fun because we played a couple of good games and we there's Moo Moo Chicks, mm-hmm. there's Old Chicks, mm-hmm. there's me getting drunk and just yeah. like the whole... It's literally six hours of us talking about how we got together. Yeah, but they're all really funny. And if you don't want to listen to all of them, listen to one and three. One and three to find out how we started hanging out and then to find out how we actually started dating. dating. So here, I'll give you this if you want to scroll through. The next one I had is Pet Peeves. Yes. Which I believe was also season three. Yeah. And it was with uh, fan favorite Miranda. It was her first time on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those spur-of-the-moment podcasts where we didn't plan it. You guys were out. She came over. Whoa, can I give you a little tidbit? Yeah. Pet Peeves was actually recorded July 7th, 2013. Holy shit, so exactly one year ago today? One year ago, ago. yeah. Wow. That's pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was basically, does it say how long the episode is? Um, Hour 14. So it's an hour 14 of Miranda sassing me because (laughs) I don't like the movie Up or Dogs. And (laughs) it's really funny and we had good chemistry and you can hear you laughing in the background. So I think Pet Peeves, you guys should go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have uh, another one you see up there? Um, I really, really like, where is it? Uh, 
the under the influence one. Yeah. Which I think for I don't know why people download this one a lot, it's but one of the most popular episodes we've done. I think it's again because of the name, the title, under the influence. Mm -hmm. People think maybe we're drunk or stoned yeah, or something. Which we might have been because the concert got hotbox. So it's basically. I think the first half we were just doing our regular catch-up about the week and everything, yeah. but then we literally left to go to the Wiz Khalifa and ASAP Rocky, Rocky concert um, halfway through and then came back and I think we were like half in the bag and yeah. half stone, so it was hilarious. Yeah, that, does it say when was that episode That recorded? was August 11th. Okay, so that one was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The next one up I have, it's kind of a mixture, so it's the Concert Chaos slash Boys Town Brew episodes. Mm -hmm. I recorded three episodes with uh, Sean and Dan, mm -hmm. and we did two episodes called Co Concert Chaos and Concert Chaos Part 2, mm -hmm. and it's us guys talking about the best and worst concerts we've ever been to, mm -hmm. and we talk about going to New York City to go see The Darkness, we talk about the time we saw Green Day play Phoenix, and Dan and I got food poisoning, mm -hmm. like passed out, we talked about just like fun drinking experiences, getting drunk, hanging out, and it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We also did one season four, I believe, called Boys Town Brew. Whereas us three plus you, and we were again drinking and just talking shit, and we played a fantastic game, which we, I have to bring back, called Is That an Athlete or a Porn Star? So funny. So much fun. So that's another great episode where we're, everyone's just sassing each other, and mm -hmm. all three of them were all drinking throughout the night. Yeah. Um, my other favorite one was when I hijacked John's podcast and did an episode with Miranda, and it's called Yo, This Is Girl Talk. Uh, so it's like four R's. Uh, we recorded that one in the winter of uh, last year, and it was super hilarious because I had never, like, hosted solo yeah. before. So it's just kind of like doing the run-of-the-mill stuff that John usually does. But then, obviously, me and Miranda go back almost, like, 15, 16 years. And just when her and I get shooting the shit, it's, like, just girls going, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it is hilarious. It's equally sassy. There's, like, some fun games we play on there. Secret baby stories. Secret baby stories. Uh, Not mine. No, no, no. There's uh, speeding tickets. Yeah. All kinds of... It's so funny. Okay. Uh, so that was a good one. You? This one... Uh, so two more I have. This one... Obviously, if you guys are listening, you've probably heard this one. Mm -hmm. But I think aside... I think the funniest person who's ever been on the podcast has definitely been Dan. Yeah. I think some of the things he says, is he's just so weird. weird and ridiculous and just he's a funny guy. Yeah. But I think probably the funniest episode you and I have ever done mm -hmm. was two episodes ago and it was Good News slash Barbecues and Dick Flicks. Oh my God, And yeah. it's the whole origin about why you dick flicked me. And we do like a 20 minute rant about dick flicks and you <laughs> punching me in the stomach. And I think it's definitely like... 50 episodes went to that one episode and we <laughs> found our groove and it's just, I think it's the funniest episode you and I have ever done. Totally. So if you guys haven't heard it, just go back or tell a friend, like, go listen to Dick Flicks because that one is really, really funny. I think the other thing, like, this is not one specific podcast to check out, but it should also be noted, which I think lends itself to having such an international base, is that we've also recorded a bunch of podcasts not in Toronto mm -hmm. at our 605 studios. We've recorded them in Bahamas, Barbados, Washington, Ottawa. Um, we're obviously going to take it on the road and go to Europe, which is great. So hopefully we end up being in one of the cities you guys listen mm. in, uh, from. So it's it's been kind of great to have that reach. It's been pretty cool to think we've been doing this for a little bit over like a year and a half now. And to think, yeah, over 50 episodes mm -hmm. in how many different countries, mm -hmm. different province, I, well, same province here, but we've <laughs> just been able to do it all over. So it's really cool that, and people like those ones a lot too. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's fun. To, it adds a little spice when we're like 
on uh, a balcony in Barbados. Hear during, the ambience. The ambience. We're drinking. We're smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I had, uh, it's my favorite episode still. It's called This Is The End. It's the season one finale. And like I said, I believe in aliens. That is an mm-hmm. actual real life alien invasion happened. Oh. If you guys don't believe me, listen to This Is The End. Mm-hmm. Listen to the whole thing. It's about an hour long. There's an alien invasion. Mm-hmm. I get captured. You have to listen to it. I can't even say anything. Just listen to This Is The End. Mm-hmm. Season one. It's the best episode, or it's my favorite episode, so that that's what I'm saying. I think for me, it's like kind of like all of the places we visited and do podcasts. My other favorite podcasts are the ones where um, there's been like special guests, like a Miranda, Dan, Sean, Pops Malin, Pops your, Malin. your sister. Ashley was on an episode. Ashley was on an episode. Danny was on. Danny was on an episode. We jammed on that episode, which was fun. Yeah. Um, my brothers, etc. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to all like the cameos, hopefully in Europe, people make. But definitely check out um, podcasts like, um, what you call it? I think it was in Ottawa. Oh, Turbul- Ottawa Turbulence. Ottawa Turbulence, where you we actually go back to Ottawa and your family's on it. Uh, this is the story of Pops Malin. Yeah. It's really good. He had some great, great stories. Um, which is like crazy cool stuff from like the 70s. And we arm wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think it's just like, there's some really great ones. You always write a good description. So mm. I'm pretty sure there's something for everyone. Yeah, I think guys go back. I think a lot of people really started catching on like season four and up or even mm-hmm. season three. Go back to the first two seasons there's some great ones, and if you want to, like, I used, I still want to get back into more of the weird ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, go back and listen to episodes like It's Chaboy, where I interview <laughs> our voiceover artist Chaboy. Mm-hmm. Also, there's, like, ones, um, Late Night at 605, where I do an actual talk show, and I interview Jay-Z in one episode. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, go back. I think you guys, if you're dreading not listening, and you're like, oh, you guys aren't going to be back for a few weeks, go back and listen to old episodes. Even if you have yeah. heard them, go back anyways, and just, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hungry. Yeah, should we end this thing? <laughs> Maybe you can order, because I'm, I'm going to do graphics while you, if you can go get dinner. What do you want, though? I don't know. What do you feel like? There's either burgers or north of Brooklyn, so... You look thrilled by both. I don't... Should we do the game where I put two things behind my back? Or yeah. is there one that you rather have? No, not necessarily. I just need you to go pick up either of them. This is where we also need to put, like, Final Cut on the other computer so I can also edit this thing later. Well, this is why I'm, like, if I do the graphics while you go get them, then I can take my computer back, which it overheats. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel like John's computer is so perfect because all it's used as it's... is a search engine for, like, internet sites. That's true. Right? My computer has now been busted into the ground. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Let's just end this and then we'll figure it out. Okay. Unless there's something you can think of right now. Well, no, I just want to see. It's been a great season. I'm excited to go on this trip. I'm equally exhausted. I think we'll have a ton of great stories. Yeah. Um, but it'll be fun. Here's hoping I get to make the artwork in season six. Of course you will. And I also just quickly want to say, just I want to do a, a season five recap of what I've learned and how great it's been. This is all things that happened in season five. Mm-hmm. We went to New York City, both of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to Europe. We had a subway ad. We had an ad for the podcast in one of the main subways in Toronto. You went to school in New York. Yeah, I went to school in New York. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. I discovered that skinny jeans in the heat is a great way to lose weight. <laughs> I learned that my massive head grew and that fedoras give me headaches. <laughs> I learned that the po-po should not mess with Val. <laughs> I learned that dick flicks really hurt. <laughs> I learned that 
hangovers or podcasting cures hangovers. <laughs> I learned that um, we are really good at golfing, <laughs> and I those are just. What about my violin recital? I learned that you can go to town on a violin and beat a whole bunch of grade four Asian kids <laughs> or four year old Asian kids. <laughs> I learned that the Blue Jays can go from being great to shitty. Love that this sounds like a kindergarten's checklist. I know, I just wrote them down here. And I also learned that we just have great fans because we were the number one comedy podcast this past week in Toronto. And the world. And the world, yeah. Top five, just everywhere. So that's amazing. I just think it's been an insane season. And to think season six, Hmm. we're still going strong. We're going to Europe. Yeah. I think it's sometimes funny because I'm like, I wonder if people think we try to do these things to get content for the podcast. No, I think the world just gives us content. Yeah. So my one goal is sometimes people ask me how many episodes you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do 178 episodes. That's one more episode than the 90s slash 80s TV sitcom Empty Nest. <laughs> if you don't know what Empty Nest is, it's about like a retired doctor, doctor who lives in Florida. It was during the height of Golden Girls when like old people were TV stars. <laughs> I used to love the show. You got so angry just now. I love the show, but I'm like, they did 177 goddamn episodes. We haven't even hit seven yet. I know. Okay, so clearly I'm going to sign on for season six and then quit. I also want to say we've done one more episode than every single uh, Simple Life episode. They've done like all these special... It's the show that Paris Hilton had with her and Nicole Richie where they would do odd jobs. It was basically before the... It was the Kardashians before the Kardashians. Ah. They've done 55 episodes. I think we've done 56, so... Whoa. Win. So... And we have better ratings. And we have better ratings. Now, been much talked about, much controversy, the band of the week. Yeah. I promised you mm-hmm. season five finale band of the week. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? The stage is yours. Go. No, it's your band of the week. No, I told you. You gotta. No, do I it. texted you. The band that we. You gotta step. You gotta do everything. So I said to John that the band of the week, by nature of the fact that we went to go see this band yesterday, despite there being like. Turf was in Toronto, which is the Toronto Urban Roots Festival. We went to go see um, which, uh, Fits in the Tantrums at the Danforth Music Hall. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, we should pick a Fitz song to be the song of the week, even though it's like a band of the week. Yeah, this is your whole thing. Whatever song you want. See, but I would want an old song. By Fits in the Tantrums? Yeah, that's, not off their new album. That's fine. It's, you're, you're, you have all the power this week. You can... So I'm going to say the song that made me fall in love with Fitz from their first album. It's actually self... Not self-titled, but the name of the song is actually the name of the album. It's called Picking Up the Pieces. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Picking Up the Pieces by Fitz and the Tantrum. So let's give that a listen. Nicely done. Is this what's going to be what breaks us up? The band, band of, of the, the week? week? Uh, who knows? Ooh. Uh, no, we're good. I think. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> I think if Dick Flicks and Cold Slash Hot Hands has broken us off, we're fine. If, if, maybe my hunger. Maybe. Okay, so all the way to get in contact with us real quick. We've done 50 plus episodes. Facebook.com slash live605. Follow us on Twitter. You're at ValGomez23 on Twitter, Instagram, and Vine. I'm at Camp. Live at 605.podomatic.com. Hit the PayPal button. Help subscribe. Or if not, just tell a friend. And uh, we'll be back in maybe three weeks from beautiful Europe. And uh, until then, I'm your podcaster, John. Easy. We'll see you in France. See ya. That's just the price of
John Mallon. 